Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. Welcome back after our week absence. On the cast today, we have myself and Mike here in the Manhattan studio and Chef Sam in our Illinois studio. <laughs> studio of one. <laughs> our. <laughs> We've never actually. AKA my bedroom. Yeah. AKA where the magic happens for Sam. The magic of podcasting. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode, we will talk about uh, kind of what's been going on in our lives the past couple of weeks since we took uh, some time off, um, and then we'll also talk about the upcoming, or I guess by the time you're listening to this, the past NBA uh, lottery. Is that what they call it? Lottery pickings? Well, yeah. yeah, the lottery yeah. pick. NBA lottery pick. And then we'll talk about, uh, let's see, what else? PGA championship. PGA championship coming up and the NCAA's ruling of, uh, or I guess a new new group that they're forming, new committee that they're forming. Uh, so get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. So before we get to that, we have to uh, start with our beer review. So today's beer is uh, it's, it comes from a, a common brewery, Shiner, uh, brewed in Shiner, Texas. It is the Shiner Lemon Pills. So it is a uh, it's brewed with Meyer lemon peel and lemon drop hops. So we'll uh, mine started like steaming when I opened it. Well, they always do that, right? I don't know. Give her a Dom whiff. Oh, it smells like shit. No, it doesn't. It smells like lemon. Well, I mean, from a distance, it smells like shit. <laughs> it smells pretty much like hops. <laughs> it smells nothing like hops. <laughs> I looked at hops on the, on the thing and said... <laughs> it smells like hops. <laughs> not... I, I taste any, literally zero lemon. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> not anywhere near as lemony as I was expecting. Every review says there's, like, no lemon at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm Actually, not... like, what the hell? There is zero lemon. Yeah, I don't even know what it tastes like, though. It's kind of... When life gives you lemons, brew beer. The months keep getting warmer, which is why we brewed Shiner Lemon Pills. It's a crisp, clean-finishing pills brewed with Meyer lemons and lemon drop hops, giving it just a splash of refreshing sister. Oh my. Citrus flavor. So remember, no matter how hot it gets, you can always add some zest to your summer. Yeah, I mean, it. it's not that it tastes bad. No, it just doesn't taste like lemon. Literally tastes like nothing and then a little bit of hops right at the end. 4.8 alcohol by volume, 28 IBUs. So we're lower on the IBU train here. Uh, Yeah. It's actually not so Shiner's with? Brewery. It's called Spotzel. Spetzel. Spetzel Brewery. But it's brewed in Shiner, Texas. Every drop of Shiner it's is brewed in Shiner, Texas. It's super light, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's pretty light. Yeah, is very it? light. Like, we kept it in the bottle, and I can see my finger through the bottle. Yeah. So, uh, we'll sip on this. Not too impressed, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's just not if what it, I was expecting. Yeah, if it didn't say lemon on it, 
I would have a different impression, if, probably. If this was a, if you took the label off of this completely, or just poured it in a glass, mm-hmm. like I, I don't even know if I would. It smelled more like lemon than I can taste. Yeah, it almost tastes more like uh, not really even a pilsner at all, which is weird. I honestly don't know how to describe it. I'm at a loss. Well, we'll keep sipping on it, and we will uh, we'll see what happens here at the end of the show. Maybe we'll start to get a little bit more lemon as the beer goes on. So, um, so now, yeah, let's get to where uh, w- what we've been up to the past couple weeks. So, Sam, Mike, who wants to start? Sam, Mike, uh, Mike, you want to go ahead? Go ahead, go ahead with Nashville. <laughs> okay. Um. So last week I went to Nashville for a work thing. Um, a class, I guess, but, um, I left on Sunday out of Kansas city, flew there, no problems, get there. I have to rent a car cause I have to drive to and from class for my hotel. I go to the rental counter and this guy's like, okay, let me get your driver's license, your credit card and all the standard stuff. And I'm standing there and he's typing stuff in. And then I asked him some question about the car itself. And he's like, yeah, well, we have one problem and your license is expired. (laughs) (laughs) One minor problem. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's a pretty big fucking problem. And he just gave me my stuff back like he was just going to send me on my way. And I was like, I mean, is there anything I can do? He's like, yeah, we can't rent you a car. Your license expired on your birthday in April. And, uh. So I was sitting there, and he's like, can I help this next customer? I'm like, okay, fine. And so I'm sitting there thinking <laughs> to myself, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Because if I had an Uber back and forth between all those places, it would have been insane. Because How I, far were you from your class? It was like a 15-minute drive in traffic. It wasn't that far, but it would have been a pain to try and guess traffic and that sort of thing with Uber. But... So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess this is what it's going to come to. It's just Uber everywhere because no other place is going to let me rent a car. (laughs) And so I got to thinking, I was like, well, maybe, I mean, you can pretty much do everything online nowadays. So let me check and you can do it. And so I went through, it took me like 10 minutes to go through the online renewal thing to renew my license. And I got that done. And I got an email confirmation that I had paid for the license renewal and it had a confirmation number. And I went up to him and I was like, so can you, like, will this work? Showing that I renewed this license. He's like, well, we can probably take it if you can print it out. I'm like, okay. Can <laughs> You're like, I? you fucking print it out. Yeah, I was like, so can I email it to you and you print it out here? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what? What the fuck am I supposed to do? I don't have a car. You didn't bring one I, with you, did yeah, you? You yeah. didn't bring a printer with you. I don't have a car, so it's not like I can go to FedEx or something. I don't even know where I would have gone to print something out. So he's like, <laughs> "I think there's a business thing up on the third floor of the airport." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I have all my luggage, and I'm just walking around Nashville Airport trying to find this place because he told me he's like, "Yeah, American has a business center. It's on the third floor." I'm like, okay. So I'm walking around and I'm looking at I'm looking at the American desk and I don't see anything that resembles a business center. So I finally go up there and ask the guy at American, I'm like, Do you guys have like a business center or something? He's like, No. 
we don't. <laughs> I'm like, he's, he's, but he finally was like, oh, I think there actually is this other business center over here. And he showed it to me. Luckily, I got there, it closed at six. This, it was like 610 at this point. And so luckily somebody was still back behind there and I got him to print it out. So I emailed it to this random dude who now has my email and my driver's license information. (laughs) (laughs) So I emailed it. He printed it out. I finally go back down and they give me a fucking rental car and I go on my merry way. But so that's how the trip started. And then luckily I didn't get pulled over or anything because I would have been fucked. Or getting a wreck. Can you imagine if I got in a wreck in a rental car with an expired license? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got this piece of paper that says I renewed it. Yeah, I had to print it out, so here it is. <laughs> Super official. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we get all that. I get done with my class, take the exam, and then I'm going to go hang out with Nick on Thursday through Saturday or whatever. And so I was thinking about this after the fact, too, was like, are they going to let me into the bars and stuff with an expired ID? And I was like, well, surely they would. It, I, it says I'm 27, so why would they have a problem? And the very first place we went, he would not let me in with the expired ID. I was God. like, what do you do? I'm 27. It says here I can show you all my credit cards, everything in my wallet. My phone has my name on it. He's like, yeah, sorry, I can't do that. And I was like, okay, well, what if I show you this renewal thing that email i got <laughs> so i think he finally felt bad and was like all right i guess you can go in and then he's the, like just go in this yeah. is getting too For, much so the, before all before all this what a great job by the manhattan airport <laughs> to not recognize well no that's the thing that's not it's not a uh it's not you can fly up until a year after it's expired oh, okay it doesn't matter Somehow it was easier getting through airport security than it was getting into downtown Nashville bars. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. So, and then the next night, some guy, I showed it to him. I didn't think they would look at expiration dates that hard, but every, almost every place looked at it. Why would they do that? I mean, I guess if somebody, I guess they have to look at the year, right? If somebody, yeah. I thought they would look at the first date. Yeah. Just your born date. I didn't think they would look. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I don't, and then see that you're old. Yeah. Like when they look at your face, like, like they're like, okay. <laughs> Maybe they just thought like, oh, his expired. They let him keep it. He gave it to his underage buddy to use. I don't know. But one one guy asked me if I was with the state of Tennessee or the ABC. I was like, what are you talking about? Because I think he thought I was trying to bust him. <laughs> yeah. Or something. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I just want a beer. I'm 27 years old. I know my license expired. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. You're like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be forward with you before you even look at it. My license is expired. Yeah, I finally just said that when I started going up to people. I was like, I know it's expired, but I haven't been home to get a new one since that. And I'm obviously <laughs> he, not he, from the, here since it says Kansas on it. That that guy um that that guy lets you in. You're like, okay, turn around, and put your hands on your head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not with the state of Tennessee or ABC, are you? I'm like, no. He hands me a beer. I'm like, all right, see ya. <laughs> You're like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, idiot. Gotcha. <laughs> You're like, you oh, dumbass. Man. If I was an agent, you're just going to let me through like that when I <laughs> yeah. beg you in. I just dump my Coors Light on his head and handcuff him. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you walk into the bar, bar and you already have a Coors Light before you even get to the bar. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, after he finally gives it to him, gives it to me after I convinced him I was, it was valid. <laughs> So do the bar do the bars there and just because this always pisses me off in general 
did the bartenders then check your IDs too? Oh, so, I hate that. Now, the first, the one that, the guy that asked me if I was with the ABC or the state of Tennessee, <laughs> the guy at the front door, it was early enough that they just let us into the bar and then checked us at, at the, uh, or they let us into the place and then checked us at, at the, the bar. bar. Because they serve food there and stuff too. Uh, okay. But yeah, that was the only time I got checked at the bar after I'd already got through the door. So what's insane about that is I feel like you go to any – I mean, and you're probably thinking this too, right? Like in the back of your head, you're thinking, yeah, okay, they can check my ID and I'll probably be screwed. But like name any other bar that you ever gone have ever gone into and they literally look at it for like five seconds. They put the little purple light up there to make sure that it's real and then you move on. Yeah, well, if I was – I think because I was out of state is yeah. what triggered it. Because the first one – the first, very first one we went into, Nick went first, and the guy just looked at it for like 10 minutes because he couldn't find the birth date on the Kansas one. And so then I went after him, and then he obviously knew exactly where everything was on the license by that point, and was like, hey, this expired. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it's crazy that it's just like on you to get a new license. Like, they don't send you anything. It's not like, because it doesn't expire every year. You have to, it's like every... I don't even know how many years, but that's not even but something I'm I pretty thought about. Sh- so they do the stupid print off thing now too. At least they did that for me. What do you mean? Like, like so now in Illinois, even like when you did that, you'd have a print off like of your like the stupid here's my paper ID. Oh yeah. Because that's what happened to me in Kansas when I and then I had to fly to Miami for work. And I was, like, freaking out because I didn't have my license. And I know, like, they'll be insane everywhere if I just brought a piece of paper with my face and was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I swear, like, I'm getting my license. They just won't send it to me. Mm-hmm. So it, are you, it, are they going to mail it to you? Or do you okay. have it? Or Well, the story doesn't end because it got <laughs> denied because since I wear contact lenses, they wouldn't accept an online thing because they have to check <laughs> oh. your vision. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, they do. All the people that are on the road now, and they're just like, imagine some old fart that goes in there, and he's just like, oh yeah, I don't wear contacts. <laughs> like they can't drive, they can't see. I'm pretty anything. sure they check everybody's vision to make sure it's at least the minimum. Yeah, maybe with or without corrective lenses. But and apparently it's a non non refundable fee, so I wasted thirty bucks. Another thirty but, bucks. You you would have been completely effed, yeah. though, at some point. It was worth the 30 so. bucks to be able to have a rental car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. So what's insane now, too, is the Kansas one like has a whole bunch of jibs that you have to go through. like The real ID thing. Yeah, the real ID. So it's basically it trumps a passport, I think. Or maybe that's the only thing it doesn't trump is a passport. I don't think it trumps a passport, but I know in 2020, because I... <laughs> I've researched up on all this now. <laughs> this will never happen to my starting sep- starting September of 2020. You can't fly or get into federal buildings without a real ID. You can have a normal one, but you can't fly or get into federal buildings without one because it's like you have to take in your proof of address, your social security card, your birth certificate, or passport, and then they put a little yellow star on <laughs> the top corner, but. Yeah, Keely has that with hers, mm-hmm. just because she had to get it with her. Well, she didn't have to, but they were like, hey, you're going to have to do this anyway. You might as well do it now. And she's like, okay. Yeah. But pretty absurd. Yeah, so that was pretty much the extent of Nashville. All the excitement, obviously, like we talked about, absurd bachelorette parties. Um, one thing I 
one observation I made too about bachelorette parties that didn't come up before was somehow I feel like somebody in a, the group of bachelorette parties gets hurt or like they, I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Like maybe it's <laughs> just girls so in true. general when they drink, but like something happens to somebody, like they fall and like get super scraped up or like hit their head on something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how many side streets, how many side streets in big cities have you seen like, girls just like holding the hair of another girl or like sitting on the curb mm-hmm. with like a scraped up knee or something like that <laughs> yeah. like a broken ankle yeah. i was like oh tara like, yeah be fine. and that came to mind but also when i was at the airport like there was people flying back you could tell obviously had gone to a bachelorette party and one of them had like a big like piece of gauze over her eye and her face was all <laughs> scraped up i was like what in the world oh even happened God. to you that'll be fun to explain oh to the fiance yeah when you get back oh my goodness but yeah that was uh i mean i've done stupid stuff and like <laughs> when i jumped up and tried to touch that sign and twisted my ankle oh my god not not like scraping up my face or i don't know well sam sam got freaking mayweathered out remember that time and uh that guy just punched him Punching mamas to death. No, <laughs> he pushed, barely touched me, and I <laughs> fell over. <laughs> he fucking MMA'd him right outside of Aggieville. Yeah. Just the he got his face. Him. He got his face curb stomped in after. So. Yeah. <laughs> got tased too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, what? There's like how, six how did that cops on him. Just I can't remember. Bludging him. Did we not? Have we told it recently? Or I don't remember. I have no idea. I, I don't think, we, think we've talked about it. No, I'm pretty sure we did, but I'll go quick. So we were all standing there on the corner, like um, by across from Chipotle, uh, right ac- yeah, right across from Dogs and Chipotle, like that corner there. I forget the intersection because um, that street is just a little side street. Doesn't matter. But there's like that, uh, like uh, it's a spot where you can sit, but it might be like a cement slab sign that's about knee high. It goes for a little bit. Anyways, we're talking there. And then <clears throat> one of the guys, Mike or somebody new, and then we're, you know, bullshitting with him. And then all of a sudden the big guy comes up and he says, big guy. And by big guy, he's like 6'8", <laughs> like a man of, of a person. 50 goon, goon. And all of a sudden he like says something to me. I was like, what? He's like, did you say you want to fight me? I was like, what? no, you're humongous. Why would I want to fight you? That's insane. And the next thing I know, I'm pushed over that little cement thing that was at, you know, knee high. So it's like a tabletop me and I was back in some shrubbery, some bushes. <laughs> By the time I came to, I was so confused because obviously we'd been drinking. I get up and I look to I my left. Too, like you're just knocked <laughs> out cold. <laughs> what? I said, <laughs> you said, by the time I came to, like you're just knocked out cold. Yeah, well, I was kind of like delirious a little bit. So I, because I didn't under, like, I didn't expect it to happen. So then I get up and look to my left, and there's five cops just bludgeoning this guy and beating his face into like the curb. And he's so huge that like they need all five of them to control him. And then uh, the cops come up, and like one of them tells me, they're like, all right, what charges do you want to press? <laughs> I was like, uh, and this is one. I'm like, uh, you guys are doing a pretty good job right now because he was he had finished beating the hell out of him. Um, 
So I was like, uh, I think he, I think he learned his lesson over there. So I'm fine. He's like, you're not gonna chart press any charges. I was like, no. He's like, oh, we've been following this guy all night, waiting for him <laughs> to do something. Waiting for him to do something. I'm like, well, thanks. I mean, like, glad I could take this ball wait. over the cement wall for <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glad I could get scraped up. And then I and then I was bleeding a little bit, you know, because my elbow. I was like, no, I don't need anything. Um, but can I just get like, do you have a first aid kit so I can get like some bandages or some gauze or something to put on my elbows? He's like, let me check. And he like asked the cop that's pulled up next to him. Nope, don't have anything. I was like, you really don't have a first aid kit in there? He's like, well, we can call an ambulance. I was like, dude. All right, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, charge it to that guy. <laughs> so then I go over to Burger King. Burger King's closed by this time. Um, I must have been pretty late or I don't know. I think know, it was whatever. a Thursday. Burger King. Yeah, Burger King won't let me in, and uh, the guy's like there. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go get the cop, and the guy cleaning's like, and then he started freaking out and let me in. <laughs> so amazing. That was one of the all-timers yeah, was... in Angieville, honestly. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty absurd. Mike got him in a headlock, right? Pretty much, for a second, <laughs> and then he just started like <laughs> running away, and then the cops tackled him into the bushes and tased him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure they tased him because he had to. It's it's like he was. They were trying to. It almost reminded me of like trying to rattle up like a big like, you know, if you tackle a bull or something. Yeah, like, like a that. buffalo or something, like a yeah. wild buffalo, yeah. just trying to hold I'm on for dear life. Surprised they didn't tie him up. <laughs> Hog tie him. Hog tie him. Hog tie him. Yeah, we need Phil there for sure. <laughs> Sam, what have you been up to lately? All right, so Mike was in Nashville last week. Two weekends ago, I was in uh, Boston. So um, went out there. It was pretty. It was a good time. Uh, bad weather, obviously, same as Chicago all the time. It's terrible. Um, but uh, had some good food. The one thing that's super surprising, and this is what I I tweeted out. So if you guys haven't seen it, go check our uh, Twitter to see it. Uh, to see the beer flight review I did at Sam Adams, and then I did a chip review right after that, and a few pictures, some other stupid stuff. Um, but you would never expect this, or at least I wouldn't. It was the only thing that was in Boston because, like, you hear Sam Adams, Boston, 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 right? Like they always talk about it. It's not just like how uh, you know a different, you know, a different uh, beer company has a. You know, like you may not know where it's from. Like maybe you don't know that, you know, Bush is St. Louis, right? Because they don't, it's not as, but I feel like Sam Adams, they always say Boston, right? Well, because well, their main Samuel beer Adams. is Boston Lager. Well, and Samuel Adams. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Samuel, Samuel Adams, Adams Boston is like from Boston. Or like yeah, that's he's from there. Right. So I just I thought and assumed that the main brewery, would be there. So I'm expecting like a big warehouse brewery because I've been to a few in Milwaukee and Chicago and like they're big and you can go around the whole tour, you know how Boulevards is, mm-hmm. um, where you like go to different stops. Well, it's just a little research and development spot. So they don't even have like, it's tiny. Like literally it's the size of... Like the tasting room like at a, Boulevard basically. Yeah, like a big, like a, it's basically the size of like, uh, like cause, like it has like a couple rooms and stuff like that, maybe slightly bigger than that, but like a big bar, like that's what it's like. And have, with a few different rooms, like one where they're doing it, but the tour lasted like 10 minutes, but then we got to taste test, which was amazing. So, I mean, it, that part's cool. Cause like you get free beer, right? And they had pitchers they passed around <laughs> and the pitchers all ended at me. Cause I was like in the back. <laughs> so like. 
all the pitchers kept coming to me. So at one point I had like four pitchers, um, two of the regular Sam Adams, because people, you know, only take a glass when they're passing it around, two of the summer ales and then like the marathon beer. The marathon's weird. Have you guys had it? The 26-2 one? Mm-mm. I don't know that I have. So, so it has salt. Like it's a salt. <laughs> it's like a salt beer because it's made for post, uh, post like workouts. So it's like the Gatorade of beers. Yeah, yeah, and I maybe that's why I didn't mind it because I actually liked it. Uh, every, everyone else hated it, though. You know, um, it's funny that you but, mentioned that. Um, one of the beers that I got today that we'll try at uh, we'll try uh, here shortly. It's a, called a Recreation Ale. Is that what this one was called? Uh, I I don't know too much. It said that it well, was a twenty six two marathon ale. I think I don't know what recreation means. Well, this one is from Boulevard. It's called Easy Sport, and it's a recreation ale. It's something that we'll we'll try on the podcast, uh, sh- you know, in the future. But it's a beer with a tangerine peel and sea salt, and I've never seen that before. Yeah. That's that sounds just like it. Like it was it was only fo- like four percent, four two something low. Yeah, this to- is four one. Yeah, I actually liked it. Um, interested to see what, see what you guys think because that'll probably be similar. Tastes nothing like. Maybe I just liked it because it was unique. Um, so what they did with the summer ale too, and so they they gave us beers to try, you know, or pouring them, and then they're telling us about the beers. I actually liked that setup how they did it instead of just at the very end. It's like okay, try a bunch of beers. Yeah, like they tr- gave them to us. We tried them. Like talked as you know the thirty of us in the tour. Um, in like a, a tasting room type of deal. But uh, they, so their summer ale last year, I liked it okay um, because they made it more like an ale. So it was like a five or something like that, five and a half. Well, now they're saying they tried to make it super drinkable and they tried to make it like a shandy and those ones. And I just, I don't know, I didn't like it as much. I thought it was cool that they were had a different type of summer ale. So they tried to make this one like, you know, let's compete. They probably didn't compete with, you know, with them last year, so they decided to change it. But now this one was so light. Kind of reminds me of what you guys were talking about yours. Like, it was like a light beer with nothing to it. So um, <clears throat> that was a summer ale. But then the four that I tried on the flight, those were just ones. They had 16 different taps, so that was really sweet. Um, you know, a couple of them were obviously not ones that are sold. So I tried to get ones that were... I'd never seen before, so um, yeah, no, it was, it was a good time. Then had seafood, Kurt. I didn't get to that place you told me to because um, we were there Cinco de Mayo, so we actually went to a Mexican place, which I'm not, you know, I usually don't like Mexican places, but um, that the crazy thing was that was maybe the best meal there was Mexican food <laughs> in, in in Boston, which like you know it's like sounds stupid, but the uh, the seafood was really good. I, I shouldn't say that. The um, clam chowder and um, uh, I had scallops and like a baked potato or something like that. So food was good. Um, didn't we just went outside of Fenway? We didn't take the tour. Uh, Mike, I think you've been there, right? Yeah, we we took the tour because it was it was pretty cool because you could go down. Um, I don't know if they had a game there or not when you were there, but when we did the tour, you could go up on the Green Monster when they were doing BP. Um, and stand oh, up there. Yes, that'd be sick. And then you could go down on the field for a little bit while they're doing BP and stuff too. So that was pretty awesome. And Fenway, oh, yeah, that... Fenway itself is just so iconic; it was pretty unreal. 
Yeah, so you've been to both, Mike, um, Wrigley and Fenway. So Fenway, to me, like around the area, Boston in general, like doesn't is you kind of think about it because all the good sports teams, you know, like it's a big, you know, big city and stuff. But honestly, it was seemed kind of small to me. Like it, it was very compact, and yeah, then it there's seems, not. It doesn't seem like a big city, really. It seems more like a. Well, Boston in general is so crammed in together yeah like you just drive right by fenway and you're like the only really the only way that i knew that i was going by fenway was because of the green and i was like ah that's i like i i recognize that or whatever and then i saw some signs for fenway other than that it was completely non-impressionable at all yeah because it's kind of it's kind of like wrigley in the sense that it's basically just in the middle of a residential neighborhood right yeah yeah and um there wasn't as many bars and it wasn't as big, but I wasn't there on a game day, so I, I don't have a um, great feel for for kind of how the 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 scene would be. But um, yeah, it is like that. Like w- when you're just driving, you're like, "Dude, when are we gonna be there?" And you're like, "Oh, it's right there." Like, <laughs> and then we're you're taking gone. an Uber, then you're right like, past it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were in an Uber and we were going down there, so we're like, "Oh my god, it feels like it's been forever. I can't see it, so we must still be far." Oh, here it is. Like that's kind of how Wrigley is too. Um, yeah. But it's it still seemed like, and I don't know if this is true, like still smaller than Wrigley. Just like you could walk around it in like two minutes. It felt like yeah, it, like from the street. Well, the park the itself street. is smaller, right? Yeah, it's 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 one of yeah. the smaller parks. I don't know. League, I, I don't know what the actual size of it is, but yeah. like you see the big green monster on TV, you're like, oh, this place is massive. But really, like once you get in there, it's not that huge at all. Yeah. I bet all the seats are pretty solid, though. The what? Like, as far as v- is viewing, like, probably from most of the viewing spots are pretty good if it's because you're probably right in the action. Yeah. I would think, just judging how small it is. Yeah, we had we had super good seats on the uh, first base side, like, just to the right of the dugout. So, uh, so Sam, other- nothing much. Sorry, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, besides that, I just had a six-hour flight delay on Sunday, which was super sick. Um <laughs> But which was insane because it, I'm sure you've had it happen, Kurt, and probably Mike. Well, Mike too. But you're I'm looking at the all the flights and all of them just on time, and then mine just delayed six hours. It's like, ah. <laughs> and you're like you're looking at the radar. You're like zero weather. Don't understand this, but you're still delayed like yeah. six hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it keeps oh, somehow yeah. getting pushed back farther, even though nothing oh my new God. is happening. Mine well, mine started at four and four hours, and then it would keep going like ten minutes. I'm getting emails like fifteen more minutes, twenty more minutes, and then once it got to like eleven thirty or twelve, I was like, "Dude, I'm not taking off. Like, they're just gonna cancel this and say you can get on the six a.m. flight or something." Yeah. the The thing I was gonna say sucks is too when you have that many delays, you change gates a bunch of times. But actually, that's almost better because then you can get up and try and waste time by walking through the airport when your gate changes. Yeah. So, Sam, yeah. So Sam you've been to uh, other, like, I mean, obviously, you live close to Chicago, um, and you've been to Boston, and you've been to some other big cities as well. Uh, I, I'm curious because I've been to Boston um, a couple of times now, not for vacation purposes, but I, I've done some some fun things uh in uh or around boston (laughs) so i'm i'm curious how like what what's your impression of boston what do you think of it as like a one of the bigger cities that you've been to compared to some of the other ones Uh, 
Um, so it's like, that's why I was saying it's hard to compare. So like if you go, like you, you guys know, sh- like Chicago or uh, New York or anywhere like that, like those are big, big cities. So like, but then when you're like, I don't know, because it's like a, it's a big or it's a small, big city, I want to say, like something like that. So um, I wasn't a huge fan of the city in general. I mean, it was pretty dirty, like in a lot of places too. Um, I don't know. It, 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 of course, like if you went out and did all the things, like maybe, you know, I could have a um, better experience. And if, not, not that I had a bad experience. I just wasn't blown away with the city or, or thought it was anything that I needed to, you know, like you're like, you know, or you go someplace, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to go back and, like, do this and that when I go back there. Um, didn't really get, get that impression from it. Um, when I, and I, I didn't have any preconceived stuff about it either. When I've been, I mean, it's pretty cool just from a historical standpoint mm-hmm. is what, I mean, not as, like, a city itself, but, like, all the history that happened there and, like, the historical things that mm-hmm. are around the city. From that standpoint, I thought it was pretty cool. But, yeah, other than that, there wasn't. Let, let, one thing I wanted to say, so we went, did you go to, have you ever been to the north side uh, of the city? I think it's called North, not like Southie, North Boston, something like that. The Kurt, north do Bay. you remember? Yeah, well, it's not the base. So there's, it's was one of the coolest things, and this is what I would want to do um, just as like a food thing. They have, I'm north not Shore, even kidding. There's, there's one street, this is still town town area though it's not like on the water at all we've it felt like we were still downtown it doesn't matter there is one street we were on that we walked and i'm not even kidding there was 25 to 30 italian places all like really awesome looking italian places like you'd go i'm like dude this is just never ending like there was just another one another italian name another italian name another italian name another italian name yeah we it's like there's probably Go ahead. I was just gonna say we ate it. We went there and ate at some Italian restaurant. It was pretty awesome because it was like super authentic. Like, yeah, like you walk in and you feel like maybe there's maybe some mobsters in the back or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like that was cool. I was like, oh man, I wish we would have gone to one of these just because I couldn't like I couldn't fathom there being that many. Like I guess that's how little Italy is in you know different cities and whatever. But it just seemed it just seemed wild. I was like, how do all these places stay? But I mean, people have their spots, obviously. Yeah, I um my my impression of Boston, I actually really enjoyed Boston, um, because it seemed it was a big city that seemed small, right? Like Boston's obviously very large, but it, mm-hmm. it seemed like a small city. I think that's what I liked about it. But I think uh, Mike is right. The history is really what kind of got me about it. I'm like, okay, I can go down, you know, an hour and a half from Boston, and maybe that that skews my perception of it a little bit, but. Like, I can go down an hour and a half south of Boston to Plymouth, and, like, that's where the Pilgrims landed, like, with the Mayflower, which is <laughs> absurd. And, like, I, I stayed on the east the eastern shore, I guess. I don't know what the – I mean, pretty much downtown. And uh, it's just, like, like there's a whole bunch of stuff about Paul Revere. There's a whole bunch of stuff about Sam Adams. There's a whole bunch of stuff about, like, just American history in general. So, I mean, not that American history is super, like, rich. I mean, we only have, like, 400 years of it, but – I mean, for your for your country, that's as good as it gets, uh, or as far back as it gets. So, I mean, I thought it was cool, and then, then obviously the food is, um, 
the food that I've had there has been great. Like the clam chowder, I'm a huge clam chowder fan. I don't, are you a are you a chowder guy or I can't remember, Sam? Yeah, no, I I loved it. The, the thing that like kind of like with that is I love the chowder was so good and it was super unique. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was in like a coffee mug type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um and had some I, th- I don't know if it was rosemary i couldn't figure out what the green but it was just i mean it was phenomenal obviously but then i got it and i'm like shit like is this gonna be the best part of my meal <laughs> like because you know you get it first and i was like damn like this is really really good like not not you know not that my food was bad but it didn't compare to the chowder was the best part yeah it's like am i gonna have this lobster roll and be be unimpressed or like am i gonna have crab and it's gonna be fine or like scallops or whatever yeah that's what you said about lobster rolls, right? Is there just some of them are just kind of like, meh. I mean, I would have to have a really, really good one. I think some of them. So, and I'm not trying to pretend like I'm a connoisseur of lobster rolls or anything like that. But the best ones that I've had, the bun makes a huge difference. And then, like, I do not like it being, uh, like, I I don't like mayonnaise. But at the same time, when it comes to a lobster roll, like. It's got to have, like, just the lobster meat in general. It can't be, like, just all lobster meat and just a little bit of sauce because then it's, like, this tastes really weird and kind of dry and all of that that type of stuff. So, usually when I get something like that, I get them together. Like, I mean, I'll get the I'll get the chowder or whatever, but I'll kind of save it. So, when I get to the point, I mean, because I know that's going to be, like, my favorite part of the meal. So, I'm like, yeah, I might as well, like, just I'll start eating it right before I think the other food's going to come out. That way I can salvage it a little bit but who knows but boston's cool i mean it's a it's a it's a fun town i guess it's i like i said i haven't like done what you did and gone out and stuff well, but like the food one the thing, italian parts or the jewish parts or whatever else like there's very distinct parts of the town so it's kind of neat. one part that's wild you, you know how um like when we like let's say you're walking out of somewhere you'll hold the door open just like common courtesy for the person first of all no one does that yeah. Second of all, if you do it and they walk through, not that I like need them to tell me thank you, but they don't even like think to say thank you. Like it's just not a thing. Like you know how when somebody holds the door and you walk through, you just like thanks. Like you just say it, like you know real quiet. You don't make it a deal, but like that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, so if so, you think that's bad, go to New York. Because <laughs> the people in Boston, I feel like we're way nicer than the people in New York. Uh, most times they just like. I mean. I also, I don't know if there's a bunch of transplants or we just went to the wrong place, but I didn't hear a single person with a bu- thick accent. So that's what really made me mad until I got <laughs> to the ticket the ticket counter and the guy, <laughs> the freaking one that I was already so angry. I was like, okay, of course this guy has a thick accent and I just want to <laughs> punch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Boston accent is pretty cool. And it's like totally different from places that are pretty close like new york and boston are so different even though it's hard to like delineate between those two if you're not around them very often uh it's a pretty unique accent that's that's surprising that you didn't i guess you went to kind of touristy places so it's probably not necessarily people from boston right yeah yeah i guess not devastating well my last couple of weeks have been way less eventful than uh both of yours uh I guess last weekend was probably my most eventful weekend. My uh, sister graduated from high school uh, as a valedictorian, so go Meg, going to uh, school up can, in Wisconsin. Can I, 
interject real quick. Did you see that some high school is doing away with Val Victorian and all that stuff because it creates breeds a too much of a competitive atmosphere? So what does that even? I did see that. What does that mean? I don't get it. What? So I I don't get it either. But it's funny that you say that because Lyndon had seven seven valedictorians. How can you have more than one? Do you? That's a good question. And you know how many people are in our class? Like 35. <laughs> so literally a fifth of her class, 20% We're of her the class was valedictorians. There's no such thing as a valedictorian. Which Meg had the highest ACT score. She had like, she was a governor scholar. So, I mean, if she we're going to split the... hairs, she was the, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can say that because she's my sister. But like, at the end of the day, I mean, and it's different too. Like in college, you know, you have like, Summa cum laude, like magna cum laude, cum laude, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and some other high schools do that, but Lyndon didn't. It was just like, yeah, we don't have any salutatorians. We just have seven valedictorians. It's like, okay. like, And who decided that? Just the principal? They're like, oh, everyone has perfect 4.0 GPAs, which they did, and that's fine. Like, then weight classes, or go by ACT score, or whatever, like... I I saw Baker's tweet. Like, you should breed a competitive culture. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Especially when academics, you know, people always bust balls of, like, academia, really, right now, and how behind America is. Well, no fucking wonder if we're having seven valedictorians in a class of 35. Yeah, you just la-di-da your way through high school and get valedictorian. Or there's no incentive once you get to, like, oh, I've done this, you know, I have a 4.0, blah, 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 and then you're valedictorian. Is there no, and this might be a crazy question, because if small school, is there no honors or AP classes? Um, they do college classes, but um, no, I don't know that we have. Uh, yeah, because that's how, in in our school, you could graduate with higher than a 4.0. So could right, we. I, that's I how ours were distinguished, than a 4.0, basically. So they must, have gone, they must have gotten rid of that. But we had weighted classes, so I think that's what an AP class would be, is like a weighted yeah. class. AP classes, you had to take tests and stuff for and score on. Yeah, uh, I can't remember exactly. AP. AP, too. Yeah. I can't believe I wasn't in them. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you just had a completely skewed view of what they actually were, and you show up to them, you're like, wait, I, like walk in, I walk in there, and it's just like insane Latin. I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, like AP class, well, and you're, they're like, yeah, no, you can't do it. And you're like, what the hell? Like, this is my This is my class. <laughs> this is my class. This class. How do you have I'm multiple win subjects class. of AP classes? That sounds intriguing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> History of the AP. I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> History. AP history. <laughs> I, I go into AP, AP history. Math. I'm like, wow, that I cannot wait to learn about AP history because you know I'm just kind of living in the present of it. <laughs> I can't wait to take AP biology, <laughs> AP anatomy, AP, anatomy. <laughs> AP English, man, <laughs> AP PE, <laughs> AP physical education. Whoa. Ooh, AP Health. That's a great one. Yeah, I need to go back to high school and do that one. We all need AP Health. AP, AP Health is very important. <laughs> Every- Needless to say, I got an A. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, okay. Well, no AP classes at Linden, unfortunately. Um, but, so that was on that was on Sunday this past weekend. Uh my mom actually graduated with her master's in nursing on Saturday, so very. Uh, <laughs> I 
thought you were going to say my mom had Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My mom had Mother's Day. She's the only one that celebrated. Um, No, she graduated. Oh, wow. That's impressive, though. It's true. Yeah, she uh, graduated with her master's in nursing from Baker. So uh, she did that despite two grandkids and some deaths in the family and working, you know, getting a couple of promotions at work. So she's uh, she's been a super mom the past uh, four years, two years, however long it's been, uh, three years. I can't really remember, honestly. Probably seems like 10 years for her uh, between doing that. I, I honestly, I don't know how she did that because doing it at like night and stuff like that and then trying to manage all the different things that you do on your daily basis and like no point at all, but. Um, so what was insane about hers was, uh, some in like during the middle of graduation, of course this was like graduate and doctorate. So the doctorates, okay. A couple of things. The doctorates have, they do their uh, dissertation and they like say what it is during the hooding ceremony. During it? They do their thing? No, no, no. Uh, uh, I they, was going to say, say that takes so long. So they would say like Mike, uh, they would say like chef Sam <laughs> dissertation, like health of the AP and then they would say, uh, Dr. Sam, Dr. Dr. Chef, Chef. Dr. Chef. That sounds good. So, um, but these were like, it was a lot of, uh, masters of like education and stuff like that, which is fine, but it was like insane dissertations. Like one of the guys was his dissertation was, and everybody had perceptions of perceptions of this, which makes it just seem like a really pussy a culture anyways. Thing. Yeah, really made up thing anyways. And one guy had the perceptions of male coaches and female athletics, and everybody thought it was done. And then they're like, a comprehensive study of how more males think more males are coaches and female athletics and females do, or something like that. And it was like, what the hell? Like, what are we talking about? How do you even come about? up with that? I have no idea. Or do research. Someone's like, uh, a study of alternative secondary education the fuck is alternative secondary education <laughs> probably like online high school and stuff that's or secondary? online college uh, well i mean maybe i guess but it, it, it was that's okay i made it sound more realistic than it was it was some crazy like <laughs> four paragraph dissertation and then some person passed out in the middle of it so like they had to stop the whole graduation and be like someone get a doctor like we need a doctor and none of them are actual doctors <laughs> none of them are actual doctors <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. they're just looking at each other they're like i don't know i'm a doctor and fucking male versus female coaches and female athletics i'm not really helpful a study in this a comprehensive study <laughs> perceptions of male coaches and female athletics so then basically uh, that was right before my mom got her degree and she came up during that and she'll she was like I'm tired of this. Let's bounce after I get my degree. So she basically got it. And I was like, uh, this is the master's in nursing. And everybody started clapping. And she just deuced. <laughs> just walked off the stage. Up the, <laughs> yeah. out the stairs. She just like flips double birds and walks <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. It was a good, uh, good weekend. Good to be a family. And then, you know, of course, Mother's Day. So, so. this is a so what is so what does she do with it? She actually. Uh, like, does, yeah, so she had to get that um, for her role that she's in now at Stormont Vale. I think she's the director of nursing at Stormont Vale uh, or something oh, okay. like that. So they were like, hey, you should probably get your master. Like, I mean, she like worked her way up, right? Because she started just like an RN on night shift or whatever. And now she's actually pretty high up at Stormont Vale. But they were kind of like, hey, you should kind of get your master's. And she's like, yeah, you're right. 
Did they pay? Did they help pay for it? Hopefully, they pay for like a portion of it. I think, which is kind of insane because it's like a portion up to this amount, and the amount's like not very much at all. So <laughs> it's like, all right. right, thanks, dude. But yeah, so it was good. Good for her. All right, so it has been <laughs> a few minutes now. Everybody's listening to our lives. Uh, let's just run through some topics really quick, I guess. So uh, NBA draft lottery picking tonight who's who's in the uh catbird seat as far as getting the number one pick like who has the most balls well, in the draft? I, th- I think the knicks right the, well then the top three all have the same so the knicks um i believe the suns knicks suns and who's another ass team that's up the bulls the <laughs> no the bulls have the fourth so the first Three, I'll have a 14% chance or something, and the Bulls have a 12.5 to get the first. But it's crazy because so the Bulls are in fourth slot as far as the fourth worst team, but they have a better chance to get sixth than fourth. I don't know how the algorithms work, but basically everyone's praying for, for one so they can have Zion. I mean, it's. That's unquestioned, right? That he would be the number one pick no matter who gets yeah, it. I, there's because they were talking about that right it's like all right the suns just drafted Aiden. they have booker they probably need a point guard but it's like dude you're just gonna pass on zion like that's absurd right (laughs) so like yeah he's he's on question number one the Cavs Um, are the other one yeah we yeah the Cavs. yeah yeah the Cavs. but like it'd be so stupid if the Cavs got him right yeah oh you didn't have lebron for one year now here's zion it's like dude no sorry (laughs) yeah no point to go to the suns either really They'd be sick with all three of those guys, but yeah, no point. He's got to just have the Bulls get one. I saw somebody tweeted that they had like a rehearsal, and they were rehearsing like the whatever, and the pick that they rehearsed, number one, was the Suns, so there's like wild speculation that's already happened, and the Suns got the first pick. That's a good idea, whoever decided to do that. Let's just go to a test run and then record it. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. Well, somebody was standing in the hallway recording it. What'd you say, Sam? What are you testing? What, what no, like, it's re- what, rehearsal what for like all the people, like the production people. Yeah, but that's insane. Like, who? What do you, you? You just stand there. They just say a name. Like, there's nothing to rehearse. <laughs> I didn't make it so that they had to rehearse. <laughs> I don't know why they are. Yeah, it's insane. Like, let's rehearse saying the Phoenix Suns <laughs> have the first pick. Yes. Here's Dan Marley or some other asshole that used to play on the Suns. <laughs> Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash. Got to uh, sick. Got to have the Lakers pop up there for a 2% chance. <laughs> so that's what they're getting in conspiracy. So you might as well just have Bulls, Knicks, Lakers, all three. Yeah. It's like, who really, like, come on, like if the Hawks, although Trey Young and Zion might be kind of sick. Um, but yeah, it's like, dude, no one, Memphis Grizzlies number one or some crap like that. Like, dude, there's no point. You want to advance the league? Give all the three major markets the first three picks. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, and someone, now, the NBA is doing fine, but someone I saw tweeted out also the NBA is like, has produced better moments in the NFL. Or surpassing the NFL. It's like, all right, come on. Yeah, easy. (laughs) Come on. Take a fucking chill pill. (laughs) Also, take a lap, too. Is there an NBA game on tonight? I mean, that's that's how little people care. Like, yeah, I think I I think the first round starts tonight, or one of them. Well, yep, yeah. the The game is the Warriors is right after the lottery. Yeah, no, I don't know. (laughs) So, pretty insane way to. 
I mean, I guess, how do you fix it, though? Because people are going to tank. People I'm, people don't really tank in the NFL, but they kind of do, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. even... So, one, one... Go ahead, Mike. I was ahead. just going to say, even the NBA, they still tank to get higher percent yeah. chance. It's no, I know. Not... That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. like, but that's been the that's been the question with the lottery all the time. It's like, ah, all right. So, the Knicks probably called it quits 30 games in the year when they're like 2-30. and 30. No, yeah. When Porzingis got hurt, they called it. But, so, like... The, the stupid thing about – or the reason you don't see it as much in the NFL is because, like, you can still get, like, the best player ever at seven, right? Like, it doesn't feel the same in um, – Yeah, there's so many – It doesn't – Yeah, or you could make the playoffs at, if you just are in your own division. Yeah. You still make the playoffs with a losing record. Right. Like, or, well, not even that. You can go from bad to good quickly, even with just like one or two. Like, look at the Colts. The Colts had two all pros. They drafted uh, that crazy man from uh, lineman from Notre Dame, and then they got Leonard in the second round. Like, I feel like in the, there's very rare cases, except for like suck for luck, right? Where, you know, a team tanked or looked like they were tanking and got like the stud at one. Mm-hmm. But like in the NBA, it's like, dude, you need the top two or three picks otherwise you're gonna get a butthole player and like it, you it doesn't even matter at all there's just so many less players to choose from in the nba that can make an immediate i don't know not yeah. even an immediate because basically everybody you draft has to make an immediate impact in the nba otherwise I don't right know, but yeah but like yeah it's it seems like counterintuitive because you'd think like all right in basketball there's less players you know on the court so you only need you have five guys total you only need you know if you get a guy at eight but there's such a drop off from like stud, stud, mm-hmm. like guaranteed future all star to like this guy could be out of the league in three years that you draft at number eleven, like yeah. you know. So it's like I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a lot more variance between the the level of players um, in the NBA. But yeah, it could just be a numbers thing. Yeah, I can't even remember who the last few number one NBA picks have been, honestly. Well, the one of the worst lottery moments was one of the best I thought at the time for me was in uh, 2008 when the Bulls went from 10 and they got the first one. So like the way it works is kind of weird. I don't know if it still does, but once the Bulls didn't have the 10th pick, which they were slotted in, they're like that means the Bulls have a top three pick. So I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I'm I'm not as I'm not at school yet. I'm still up here. So I was like, oh, my God, because I you know, always watch the Bulls and love the Bulls. And then they don't have the third pick because they go in reverse. I'm like, oh, my God, two or one. And Beasley's, this is Beasley's year. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, and then they get number one, and I'm like shaking. I'm like, oh, my God. But this is right at the time that Rose is like starting to get more thing. I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to not take Beasley? Because like yeah. my favorite player, my favorite player ever that played on the, you know, the school I know end up going to is going to go to the NBA team and just be a star. Like it was, and the, obviously they made the right choice of choosing Dan Gross, <laughs> yeah. but for a little bit still like that for a few years, like I was kind of down about it. I kind of like was less of a fan. I mean, just think about it. It's like, it was going to be the ultimate ultimate, you know what I mean? It'd be like if, you know, we always talk about if, you know, if Cam went to, you know, if you had Cam Newton went to K-State and then or even anyone on K-State went to your favorite pro team it's like mm-hmm. dude that'd be amazing yeah. but yeah that was that was a good and a, a bad like sad kind of moment um when I realized they weren't going to take him yeah I remember watching that draft intently thinking that like there's still 
still no one really knew who was going to go number one if it was Beasley or Rose, and then he didn't go number one. I was pretty devastated, but turns out it was the best decision for him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was also a terrible decision. Uh, It was also an unlucky thing for Beasley because he went to Miami, and they were good, Mm -hmm. and Wade... Wade was like such a dick to Beasley and like Beasley needed to go to some really bad team like the Timberwolves or something at the time and just score like 30 a game for yeah, a while. Yeah, be able to shoot 30% but hang 40 every night. Yeah, yeah. So that's like what happened with guys like Devin Booker on, you know, the Suns. He got to just grow into his game with no pressure. When you go and you play in Miami, especially for somebody like Beasley with distractions in Miami. <laughs> yeah. And then uh and then have Wade like you know being a dick, and they're good, so it's like kind of it's kind of tough. Wasn't Markel Fultz a number one pick two years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm trying so to think because there haven't the last few haven't been that good, have they? Ben well, Simmons Aiden's pretty good. good. Yeah, but I'm trying to think who Aiden Aiden is good. Yeah, okay, I guess I'm, Markel Fultz just sticks out in my mind because he's <laughs> well, can't it, shoot a well the reason anymore. that. The re- the reason the Cavs should never get one is because in 2013, 2013, they got Anthony Bennett number one. Yeah, like, that should eliminate eliminate them from ever. <laughs> they getting should never the top be able pick. to pick number one again. I remember I was like, Whoa. like they were talking about. I was like, no way they'll actually take. Like that's insane. This guy doesn't even look good at all, and he was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just looking through the number one draft picks here, so we had. Oh, come on, load. Whoa, this is kind of insane. Was Embiid number one, too, or no? He's number two, right? I don't think he was number one. So we had, let's see. Wiggins, right? I think so. Or that's who I meant. Wiggins, and then they traded him. Well, Ben Simmons, he's been fine, too. But Wiggins is who I meant, actually. Yeah, so Markel. So we had DeAndre Aiden last year. Fultz, Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns. He's been good. Oh, he's been pretty good, I guess. Uh, Anthony Davis has been good. Kyrie's been good. John Wall has been good. Yeah. Blake Griffin's been good. Derek Rose is meh. But Greg Oden, remember? Oh, my God. Greg Jesus. Oden. Dwight Howard, LeBron, Yao. Greg, or- Greg Oden just does, like, uh, Playgirl Magazine now, right, or something. <laughs> Didn't we get back into some of these, man? Like, Duncan, Iverson. I didn't realize he was number one overall. Iverson, Glenn Robinson. Uh, Chris Weber, Shaq, Larry, oh, Larry Johnson. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's way too soon. <laughs> David Robinson, Danny Manning. Danny Manning was number one overall? Probably. Probably. Just You're reading the... it, he was. <laughs> you just said probably. Jesus, this, like. I feel like he didn't do much in the NBA, though, right? I don't think he did. No, he really. did. Think about, like, this from a, Jesus, in 83, Ralph Sampson, huge, big, like, a good big man, Hakeem Elijah Wan, huge big man. Huge. Why do I keep saying that? a good big man? Patrick Ewing, good big man. Like that's some pretty. That's stringing isn't, a few big guys back together. Back isn't back. Sam? Bo- isn't Sam Bowie in there? Did you skip him? Because mm. didn't 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 Jordan go two? Uh, I don't see it. I don't know when Jordan. Eighty four. Eighty four. Eighty four was Elijah Wan. Oh shit. Maybe it was eighty five. Ewing. Maybe Jordan. Maybe Jordan was three. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was two, Pretty and crazy. just I don't remember. I don't remember. I was negative years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're studying it before you even in the womb. 
Yeah, they, they got him number three in the 84 one, so it must have been Elijah one, and then... But that's pretty wild, right? Jordan went three. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, Elijah one was fine. I mean, he's good, but... Uh, no, 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 yeah, but then... Pretty... Yeah, no, you kind of look back... He's like, all eh, famer, so... Yeah. Uh, Sam Bowie, number two. Uh, might as well. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how well. they make their decision on the draft night. <laughs> Okay, might as well. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> like Jordan, no point. Sam Bowie. Cool thing about these, uh, this draft is the Kansas City Kings were a team. Ooh, they drafted Otis Thorpe. It's probably why they're no longer. A team. <laughs> yeah, somebody no one's ever heard of. Otis Thorpe. He was. Uh, I'm trying to think. He. Uh, I watched a documentary that had Otis Thorpe in it. Where did he come from? Uh, Florida. Maybe Providence Otis Thorpe College? ended up playing with. Uh, he he ended up getting traded to like the Celtics or the Lakers. I think maybe is that that one. Well, he was. Tra- well, maybe you were watching it because he was traded to the Houston Rockets for Rodney McRae. Okay, <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> that that clearly has to be it. Let's shift he gears. Played on nine. T- he played on nine teams. Okay. So let's shift. Gears. <laughs> let's shift gears to uh, the. Uh, I I don't know that we're gonna get to golf co- golf talk today. No, we don't have to other than Tiger is the favorite, I think, right? And asshole conditions because my boss lives on Long Island like 30 minutes from Bethpage Black and he's just like, it's like 40 and rainy and everybody's wearing. Yeah, so why did they move it up if they were knew they were having it in a shitty location? Well, it's not usually well, shitty. It's been really nice in Long, on Long Island up until this point. No, I don't, but, don't But you're so. taking such a risk in May to play up north. Yeah. I, yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me, but... Oh, well. I think the last time that the PGA came after the Masters, the same guy won the, that won the Masters won the PGA or something like that. I saw on Twitter, I wow. think. So the jo- cards John- are up. Must be. Um, John's riding in a cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah did you hear Tiger saying about it? They're, they asked him. No. They're like, what? as far as yeah. John Daly riding in a cart, I walk with a broken leg. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all I said. That's amazing. Yeah, he just sat there for a second. He's like looking around at the crowd, smiling. He's like, "Well, I mean, I walked with a broken leg, so <laughs> just stopped." <laughs> Which don't take away John riding in a cart in a major championship is pretty awesome. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. If he wins and he's strolling down eighteen, <laughs> oh my! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And now we have the slow walk or ride for Mr. John Daly of the 18th. Oh my, could you imagine? He would definitely tear up, right, right when yeah. he start. He would, I mean, if he was in the lead by enough that he already guaranteed it after his tee shot, and he for was some, going up the green, he would just start doing donuts and probably flip it for over. For some reason, I, we're just imagining him driving. There's no way he's driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the cig hanging out of his mouth, somehow he can smoke, too, <laughs> and drink. <laughs> He's he's just he took the governor off obviously yeah, obviously so I I was just for gonna some, say that actually literally day. right before you mentioned us talking about him driving like imagine being the guy that just gets to drive John Daly around like you obviously don't say anything the whole round yeah he's <laughs> Is probably it not just his some, caddy yeah, I don't it would oh. probably be his caddy yeah I guess that makes <laughs> just, sense. they yeah, don't even put his bag on the, the cart. caddy the, the caddy, caddy has to walk the whole time <laughs> that would be sick or it could That'd just be, be so some awesome. asshole uh, club employee they're like. Uh yeah, today you're gonna drive John around in this cart. Do you think it's uh ninety degrees rules? 
Probably if it rains. John's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm not playing only. if it's 90 degrees. Carpet Car only. only. He's like, like sorry, John. Carpet only today. <laughs> There's, there is nothing worse when you go to play and they're, they're just like, oh, yeah, Carpet only today. Yeah. Because you obviously hit it on the opposite side of the cart path, regardless yeah, of which side. You obviously, once on. you get to like hole four, you completely disobey the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You basically, but you're also kind of like, like eh. when they when they say it at the beginning, you're like, you're like, yeah, you're, you're thinking what Mike is. All right, first of all, okay, as soon as a ranger can't see me, but also you're like, dude, I might as well walk. Like, and then five seconds into it, you're like, thank God I didn't walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the other thing that we were going to talk about then was uh, the NCAA came out with a committee, I guess. Yeah, it's a group is what they called it, which a committee, which anytime there's any ever problem, that's the solution is just form a committee to talk about it. Sounds like a government body if I've ever heard of one. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're basically essentially trying to figure out a way, they're tasked with trying to figure out a way how you can compensate for the player's likenesses. So I, I get it, but does this just seem like a fucking headline if I've ever heard of one ever? Like, I mean, within the first, literally the second sentences, the NCAA made it clear, however, that the group would not consider anything that could be construed as paying athletes. So yeah, no that that means direct paying. That doesn't that yeah. means like as far as like you you'd have to read more of it. I thought that too when I read that. I was like, okay, so this is just nonsense. Are they going to give them like treats or something? <laughs> yeah. But this means like you can like say for example, um a dealership wants Skylar Thompson to be there. He could be there sign autographs for 20 bucks an autograph. Um mm-hmm. and keep that money. That's what it means. Yeah, cuz so later on in the article it talks about how Johnny and Todd Gurley got in trouble for signing autographs and making money off of it. And yeah. so that would be that would be legal or they'd be tasked with figuring out a way how to regulate that still without paying athletes, which seems still pretty insane. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I read the article. I just kind of read it in passing, so I wasn't really paying too much attention. I did see that, but I guess that's where my mind went was, okay, so you're going to say that you can't pay athletes. What if, what if you have an autograph signing where you're charging ten thousand dollars for an autograph, and some booster comes in and pays you ten thousand dollars for an autograph. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, okay, they're gonna have well. to cap it at something. They can't just. Yeah. Say, <laughs> they can't just be like, "Oh, this booster wants to pay me a million bucks for my autograph." No, I know, but like, okay, anytime you open as it up a recruit, a loophole, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, that's what they're gonna sit there and talk about. That's why they started it, so they can yeah. start making. But it. any anything that gets the talk going, like obviously this is would be a first step, and then they could get to the paying. You know, you know, down the road, they got to start somewhere because you can't really keep going how it's going. Like, doesn't really like not being able to like. There's the guy who played on Boise who couldn't like sell his hats that he knitted himself. It's like, dude, what? yeah. And the kick- what's go- what's going on here? I think the kicker it mentioned in that article from like UCF maybe took himself off scholarship so he could still keep his YouTube channel. Or yeah, something yeah, stupid because like he was getting or, ad money. Or the yeah, Virginia, he was ad money. the uh, Virginia uh, basketball player who got engaged, but he couldn't have a registry for his wedding because it was impermissible benefits. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's so absurd. absurd. I mean, it's all of those types of stories where it's just like, dude, come on. Like, but the absurd. moral so, of the story is that it's opening 
potentially the possibility for NCAA football game to come back. And basketball, which would be still be sick. Yeah. That is basically the main reason why we care about this. I don't <laughs> care if they go and do autographs. <laughs> I mean, come on, who cares? But cuz honestly most people aren't going to be able to do autographs, right? Like who, you know, you know. Yeah, you'd have to be a pretty big star in college football to get yeah, somebody to pay 20 yeah. bucks for your autograph when you can go to Fan Appreciation Day and get it for free if you stand in line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but them playing and being in NCAA football and them just making the game is massive because EA can afford to pay those guys, right? Like they they paid them out with the stupid O'Bannon thing. Like everyone got a two hundred and forty dollar check or whatever. Yeah, they, yeah I, I mean, I would figure that's what it would be. I mean, I mean, imagine what the, if that's what it was? Imagine like the sales on for, like the first day that the new one comes back out. It'd be yeah, you just open pre open pre ordering like a year in advance. Right. What if it's all? What if it's all a ploy just to release it on to like unbelievable amount of sales, and they're just they're just developing it right now? God, could you imagine? <laughs> I was thinking about that because uh, when I was uh, on my on my ride home, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, "What if that's the whole point of this?" Because I mean, it's obviously been talked a lot about on social media. If they just came out and they were just like. All right, like everybody will get like a free copy and you know a thousand bucks or whatever. Yeah, it's like that would be. Well, what's gonna? <laughs> I mean, that would that would actually probably not go over very well. I mean, it would go over well for everybody who wasn't a college athlete, but they would probably be like, "This is a joke." But like, what if that's what it was? Is just like a. Well, I'm sure eh, every, there's a lot of demand from EA. Might as well just. What's gonna to happen it. is the NCAA is gonna make a rule, but the EA is going to have to pay the NCAA, and then the NCAA is gonna be in charge of distributing that too the student athletes which will then get, go well yeah which will, well be, the main part of this is the NCAA's idiots so they won't be able to handle like any of that <laughs> true <laughs> in the correct in the correct manner at all yeah it's just true. add it into their stipend just like oh this is a likeness fee you know instead of the fees you always see in your checks yeah, this you is got, just your likeness an royalty it's an anti-tax you got your books you got your room and board and then you add your likeness stipend in there too yeah. To wow. each monthly we just thought of it. The end. The end. Okay. okay. <laughs> Settled. All right. Release it now. <laughs> All right. All right. So NCA twenty will be out <laughs> in a couple months. Can you imagine that they release NCA twenty right now? Can you imagine if they was? What if they did? If they're just like, they're like, ah. whoa, we never thought of that. That's insane. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, must be super smart. <laughs> well, let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up. So uh, let's go. Let's let's do a last call, just kind of around the room. Something we talked about today, and then Mike and I will do the beers. Or do we want to do the beers first? Doesn't matter. Okay, let's do the beers first. What do you? What what's your uh, scoring on this? <laughs> I just completely flip flopped. <laughs> um, it just completely changed your mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first, if you took the label off, didn't market it as lemon, I'd have a completely different opinion. But when I saw it and I first went to take my first sip of it, I was expecting like a, not that they're sweet, but more lemony, like a Shandy or any other lemon beer that you've had. But it wasn't like that. But it's still a good beer. Like, don't get me wrong. I would still drink it again. It's not like, oh, this is disgusting. So taking into consideration the misleading marketing 
on it, I'm going to give it a nine. I feel like every beer that we try is like an eight or a nine. Yeah. Well, uh, Shiner Regular would probably be like a 14 for me. 14. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty good, but uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> just destroy my rating. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. It's your rating. I uh, I don't like being misled, which I feel like I was definitely misled on the spear. And it's not that it tasted bad, but I feel just kind of just jaded by the fact that I was expecting lemon and I didn't taste any lemon at all. So I'm gonna give it a seven out of seven. sixteen. Wow. Below wow. average. Ooh. Below average. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Last call. Round the room real quick. Uh, Sam. All right. Well, I feel like we're always like, I'm too stupid to remember anything before the very end, which was <laughs> talking about unsafe football. Uh, so that will be my last call. And I feel like the Beer Breath podcast can start a little uh, movement here. Um, just as we basically were the reason that sports gambling was legalized mm-hmm. with our movement last year, yep. Um, I feel like, I feel like we can now push this likeness towards EA and um, just get this thing. Uh, get what this do you thing think it takes so to can... get on the committee? I mean, can they uh, elect probably other people to get on the committee if we propose them an idea? Yeah, I think that <laughs> our idea of that. Ch- in the check is actually phenomenal that we we literally took like 25 seconds to come up with that mm-hmm. um not planned before the podcast for all the listeners we just came up with that so i think we should maybe i'll twitter's powerful so we'll, we'll see <laughs> where it goes trending. just yeah just uh just be like ah who runs this thing like who runs this committee i you know like there there's one north carolina legislator I forget what he is, but he's all about it. So maybe I'll maybe I'll try and tweet at him. Yeah, you should for sure. There you go. Might as well, Mike. Uh, my last call is: make sure to check the expiration date on your driver's license because you don't get anything in the mail. You get no notification, but you could end up like me, stuck in a different, I almost said country. <laughs> well, Nashville is kind of its own country in some ways. Well, country, no, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my last call and my last call is sam's expedition to boston and his beer flight review and his chip review which were uh killer and uh, i'm excited for the next one sam do we, do we do you want to tease what you're going to be chipping on this week or not um no we might we might be a little break for a, a maybe a week or two before a before another chip review but um yeah appreciate the the love that and granted so we were talking about it's like oh that that got 2000 views of the beer flight review and sam adams tweeted at us <laughs> yeah. and uh and other stuff but i'm pretty sure when you scroll by that counts as a view so Meh. 2000 impressions but eh, you're right Meh. basically we're famous yeah also yeah. just just to touch on it just re- <coughs> Excuse me, real quick. Your chip review, I uh they sounded like ass, those chips. Yeah, they're they're so exactly what I said, they taste you know how like lemon zest is on fish a lot. Just, if you just crumple not those up beer and f- is pretty much anything but shiner <laughs> yeah. beer. Any but anything yeah. but shiner lemon pills has lemon in it. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but basically it was whatever it was. They needed, like, it tasted like a topping for, like, it, it would be really good crunched up and put on some. Crusted on a fish you know, and, like, pan fried cru- fish. Crusted on some, yeah, yeah, crusted on a, you know, some white fish or cod or halibut or something like that pretty solid but yeah they were they, they were ass they were terrible <laughs> and they and like i said on there i can't believe that i thought they would like be like oh yeah you know i have these chips like because you just bought 20 dollars worth of beer but well you were like polishing pitchers in the back so you could probably yeah that's true <laughs> that's true they're like those free pitchers you're gonna you're gonna come to pay now yeah well look forward to uh more uh chef sam's chip reviews and uh yeah, lo- looking forward to get back in the swing of things as far as podcasting goes, and uh, we'll talk to you on Friday.